This is Yemen News. I'm Alex Williams. I have the privilege today of having Mr. Nizar Haytham, the spokesperson for the Southern Transitional Council, the STC. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Haytham. First of all, tell us about yourself. Uh, my name is uh, Nazar Haytham. Uh, I am the spokesperson for uh, the Southern Transitional Council uh, since almost uh, one year from now. Uh, previously, I was the spokesperson for the uh, Aden government. Uh, well, at that time, uh, Mr. Idrus was the governor of Aden. And uh, in my professional, I was uh, an engineer uh, working with many of beverage companies as a plant manager. Okay, great. Uh, tell us about, you know, recently the STC's recent announcement. You know, why declare self-governance now as the country is just about to begin its battle with COVID-19? Uh, you know, uh, self-administration was uh, necessary for uh, three reasons. Uh, the, the dire humanitarian situations and the, the deteriorating uh, security uh, situation uh, and the lack of uh, political progress to resolve the overall uh, conflict. Uh, all of us know that the humanitarian uh, situation has become uh, intolerable. Uh, we were faced with the threat of COVID. Uh, now, uh, today, they are announced the uh, number 12 cases. Uh, so it's a very dangerous situation that uh, lead the STC to uh, uh, prepare themselves and protect their people. Okay. What about the uh, Riyadh Agreement? We've In the international community, we've heard a lot about the Riyadh Agreement. It, why wasn't it achieved until now? Uh, of course, the Riyadh Agreement uh, remains an important uh, vehicle for lasting solution in uh, all Yemen, but uh, it is a means to an end, not an end, uh, an end of itself, but uh, it is uh, only uh, effective if it is implemented. Uh, until now, implementation was has been uh, very one side from STC, and we are continually pressed uh, implement. Uh, and also we have done everything uh, what coalition asked us. But unfortunately, the government uh, uh, actively and uh, persistently violates uh, the agreement without uh, consequence of uh, uh, criticisms and also for their uh, steps uh, from the international community. That has to uh, be changed also if the agreement is to be remain relevant. Right. If we can, you know, we often hear in in uh, in the press uh, an idea of this civil war. If we compare the civil war of 1994 to the war that's been going on for the last five years, is this a civil war that we're seeing? Uh, the South is facing nearly the same uh, elements with, like, uh, you know, Ali Mahsil Ahmar, uh, Islah Party, uh, Al-Qaeda, and the rest of the North Houthis. Uh, but as this dimension, the complex factor, is the uh, uh, oh, sorry the, the coalition who have been added in 2015 that uh, they support us in uh, liberating our south region and also we will uh, try to push ourselves to also liberate the northern side but of course the islah party does not want to uh, cooperate with the uh, with the coalition and also with the southern uh, forces so they let the houthis control all the north well i know from just meeting you, you desire peace and stability. And from my time, you know, being in, in Yemen, I know that's what everyone desires. 
Is there a way to resolve the conflict that will result in peace and stability for all the Yemenis, both the Northerners and the Southerners? And if so, how? Yeah, for sure. There is a way for peace in all Yemen. As both countries, South has been uh, taking their uh, you know, uh, freedom and also as the North. Uh, I think the UN uh, is trying hard the same methodology, um, methodology and also format uh, all the time, but they are failing uh, because, you know, there are more powers on the ground who are not involved in the solution. Bringing all them uh, on the table and accepting the uh, realities with the help of pushing the peace process forward, I think it will be successful. They need to uh, com- uh, push uh, onwards that the southern forces has been on the table to at least we, we get this peace uh, process uh, forward. Right. Well, we are definitely hoping that that can move forward. You know, I know governing is difficult anywhere, whether it's in the West or in the Middle East, but you have added challenges. What are the main challenges to governing a city like Aden and providing basic services to citizens? You know, can you tell us a little bit about what those challenges are right now governing Yemen, uh, governing Aden specifically? Yeah, this is the very, very important uh, question. we, we always say that 30 years from this unity has been destroyed everything in South, especially in Aden. Um, maybe you will not imagine that Aden now without electricity, without uh, what drinking water uh, for the people. Also, there is no sewage system. And a small amount of rain came, they destroy everything, you know. And till now, we are just facing this situa- situation and we will uh, put our hearts together with the people in Aden to overcome all this uh, failure from the government. So we have many reasons that this government is not working to the people. They are working only there to the benefit of themselves. Also, the health uh, system. It was a mess mess, uh, in in Aden, in all the governors also. Uh, For the COVID-19, we don't have any uh, place to handle uh, this uh, COVID-19. We are preparing one center, which was previously for the cancer. And we are preparing now, uh, and with the help from MSF and also from the WHO, uh, we have something, we have done something, but it is not uh, enough for the people. Uh, We have many diseases in in Aden that the hospitals cannot uh, receive the patient. So we have failure also in the uh, health system. Do you find that I know the STC is, as you're saying, has a plan to manage and, 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 and work through COVID-19 and the cases, but what do you feel is the role of the INGO community and other countries in combating COVID-19? They are trying to help us, but uh, because of, you know, it's a global disease, uh, many, many of the NGOs has been decreased their staff and also they decreased their projects. So we have very, very difficult to uh, uh, get something uh, reasonable in, in our uh, places. Uh, but they they try hard to work with us, especially the MSF and also uh, uh, WHO and other NGOs in, in, uh, based in Aden. So you are definitely, the STC is welcoming any INGOs that are wanting to come in, in order to combat uh, COVID-19. That's what I'm hearing from you. Yes, for sure, 100%. You know, back, you know, just I've got one more question. You know, I know from living in Yemen for many years and 
having many relationships in Yemen that often, uh, sometimes that often when Yemenis are left alone, they always seem to solve these disputes. Do you feel that is the case with the current events or what is the role of the international community? Uh, it differs from one uh, international involvement. Uh, uh, I think uh, the problem to another uh, is the international involvement is uh, complicating the issue. But when it comes to sovereign cause, uh, then uh, international involvement becomes fundamental. Right. Well, I appreciate you taking this time, Mr. Nazar. Uh, just one more question related to the COVID-19. You know, there are are, I know that Aiden is dealing not just with COVID-19. In Yemen, we've been dealing with over 2.5 million cases of cholera and other, you know, other kinds of diseases in Aden. At this point, when people go to the doctors in Aden, are hospitals able to take them, to receive them at this point? Or do you feel that the, the government infrastructure and the health infrastructure isn't able to take them at this point? Unfortunately, uh, they are not able to withstand this disease. We have got a lot of death uh, cases because of uh, lack of awareness from the hospital themselves. They are afraid, they are escaping, and they are closing also the hospital. Now we are working with them to return again, and we provide all the uh, you know the equipment and requirements for the protection for the staff in the hospital. So we, we will again uh, prepare them to uh, receive the patient. But uh, from my point of view, we need more than this. Well, I appreciate uh, your time, Mr. Nizar Haytham. I know you're busy. Um, you know, I just want to say something to all my listeners that are here, uh, those that are listening in all the news agencies, uh, those that are listening in the international community. You've heard from Mr. Nizar Haytham today, uh, the spokesperson for the Southern Transitional Council. Um, a, a call to the international community to come and stand with the Southern people. So I appreciate uh, your, your time, Mr. Nizar Haytham. It was a pleasure and an honor to have you with us. Thank you very much for you and for all the colleagues. We hope that our message has been clear to you. We've just heard the main concerns of the Southern Transitional Council, which are the humanitarian situation, the security situation, and the lack of progress towards a political solution of the war in Yemen. Although Mr. Nazar Haytham commended the efforts of the UN thus far to resolve the conflict, he emphasized that the key to achieving a political solution is making sure that all parties on the ground are represented at the negotiating table. We also heard the STC's concerns about the spread of COVID-19 in Yemen. They prepared one center with the help from MSF and the World Health Organization. But Mr. Haytham says this isn't enough. He explained that lack of awareness surrounding COVID-19 is one of the biggest problems and that it's even resulted in some hospitals closing out of fear. So the STC is encouraging these hospitals to reopen and trying to provide them with the protective equipment they need in order to safely treat COVID-19 cases. He made it clear that the STC welcomes the interventions of international organizations and will cooperate with them to help combat the spread of COVID-19. We do hope that more organizations will get involved and work with the parties on the ground who stand ready to cooperate in these initiatives to save as many Yemeni lives as possible. It was a pleasure to be with you today. I am Alex Williams, and this is Yemen News. <laughs>